Welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. I'm Carly. And I'm Maddie. And we're back in your eardrums. For what episode is this? 33? No, it's... Four? Four. Five? Three. I think it was 34. No, it's 35. It's 33. No, it's not. Last week was 33. I can assure you. Okay. Moving right along. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. We have some very special people on the podcast today. So... We've been talking about how we're going to try to have other people on our podcast that aren't necessarily directly related to the fitness industry because we want to be a podcast that teaches you a whole range of things. Yeah. So we decided to invite some very special humans in our lives and we're just so excited. You've to have probably them. heard of them because we've talked about them we on actually this podcast. Have given the, we've given them anonymously or no, um, no we, I think we, we talked about first, winter properties first and last name. Yeah. <laughs> we have a problem when we talk about other people like close in our lives. We're like, Oh, Mike McManus, that guy. And we're like, wait, what if he didn't want his name, his whole name to be on there? Expose it. Yeah. We exposed it. So, Please welcome Mike McManus and Lexi Winter. Yay. We're yeah. so excited to have you both on here. We are so excited. We um, are we excited. We are. I, we haven't so mentioned that we're freaking excited. excited. Just one more time for the people. We we're are excited. just so excited. We're, we're very so excited. honored to have you in our presence. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Excited. Is this your first podcast? No. no. <gasps> oh. Whose no. podcast did you go on? We've done some real estate podcasts and just like with other small businesses. That's so and, awesome. Oh, podcasts are fun. You yes. Fun. You shoot the shit. Out. I know. Just hang. This one though, so. Okay. Oh, thank that, you. Good answer. Good answer. We'll good be number answer. one in our hearts. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. So to break it down a little bit, we're going to be talking about real estate. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship. We're going to be talking about fitness. So buckle up, buckle the hell up. Okay. <laughs> so to start, I would love to hear from both of you and, you know, Lexi, I know that you're pretty much the founder of your business. Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much it's, getting it's old named now, after you. So. <laughs> so if you want to kind of tell us of how you came into your, you know, your business and then also how you found Mike and kind of connected. How we found each other. Found yeah. Me. And One then how night. you guys like expanded upon it. It might still have uh, them. We're all from Framingham, but I don't. Oh my gosh, I could talk about this for hours. (laughs) Go for it. Keep it it really short. Um, So, hi again. Thank you you for having us (laughs) today. Again, anyone who knows us knows that we will talk about real estate for days on end. And it's you keep it interesting, though. (laughs) I'm saying we will tell you the truth about real estate, though. We will not sugarcoat anything. And quite frankly, like that's one of the biggest things, like, you know, educating people up front. Absolutely. Because. It's going to come out at some point. So yeah. we can't say it's like a beautiful world right now when it sure ain't no. in real yeah. estate. Yeah. But like also you guys are so relatable because I said to Maddie on the car ride in, everyone at one point in their life wants to live somewhere. Mm. So like <laughs> at some point. whether it's renting, whether it's buying a house, whether it's a condo, like everyone can relate to real estate in some way or another. And like, there's just always going to be a need for housing, yeah. like a roof over your head. Yeah. yeah that's a thing. But exactly. then there's also going to be so many real estate agents and it's like finding those people that are honest and genuine and set themselves above the rest. And also is just like raw and real, mm. which I think is really hard to find in any industry. hundred percent. But I feel like you are leading the charge in the real estate business, especially with how you market yourselves and just how you treat your clients. Cause I mean, we're an, not quite there yet. I can't really afford anything. Well, at my the boyfriend's moment. bought a house through you guys. Yep. So, so we have so we people know. to vouch. People, <laughs> yeah. the, the best part we get to do is work with people we know and yep. like 
honestly, that's like my favorite. Our, we work with so many like people and like direct referrals that it really doesn't feel like work. I mean, so, but we love it. Like that's the biggest part. Same thing with you guys, like yeah. just loving your damn job. It's, and it's important because if you don't love it, you're going to, your clients will know. Your, have you ever, yeah, have you ever had, um, have you ever started off working for someone else before you decide to branch off oh, on yeah. your own? I mean, definitely. So like technically when you get your real estate license, right, you're an independent contractor. So you don't work for anyone. However, you have okay. to legally hang your license somewhere to like oh. sell real estate. So when you first get in, you do need to like put your license under a brokerage. Okay. Unless you want to go off on your own brokerage. So essentially. Sounds stressful. <laughs> it's all stressful. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun. Yeah. And the biggest thing we do is work with people. Mm-hmm. So it's really like if you like doing that. So you have to be a people person. A million percent. <laughs> you I have mean, to be able to talk to people. Not to say it's not stressful sometimes, but I would say for the most part, like we just have a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if you keep it fun, I feel like that makes you excited about what you're doing and the people you're working for basically. And so what kind of made you want to start your own? Did you ever have a poor experience before or was it just one of those things where you're like, I can do that? (laughs) No. So like I always wanted to just be like a solo agent. Like I didn't want to be on a team ever because essentially I was like, if I can do it all, like why split my money with Mm -hmm. someone else? Exactly. Same thing as like, I don't, think people should necessarily ever limit themselves to like what they want to do. You want to work with buyers, sellers, renters, Mm -hmm. work with them all. Yeah. I mean, you can specialize in things, but I think leaving it open is a better route to go. So, um, but as far as like the team thing goes, I just got, (laughs) I got so busy. I couldn't physically be in Worcester and in Boston at the same time. So I was like, I need help. And it started actually, you guys said it, you touched on it right at the beginning, but customer service, like if you can't like obviously do your job well, but also like make your clients happy and like service them properly. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, you're not going to get referrals that way. Exactly. Um, I mean, referrals are the biggest thing. I feel like in both of our businesses, hundred percent. So it's like finding people that you'll click with, because if you click with them, the chances of you clicking with other people in their circle is huge. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when we're talking about being friendly and personable, it's like both of you are so we're not friendly or personable. (laughs) Honestly, not at all. We're not funny. (laughs) Did you both connect because you had your real estate license and you already had your business? business and you were like okay I know that it's interesting how we got started because Mike and I really go back to like a friendship foundation before like a business foundation and like I think once I realized I got so busy again honestly any real estate agent could brand themselves however they want you could be byronbuildshomes.com you know what I mean so like once you get your license you're free to do that that's so cool. cool Well, it is, but it's a lot of work, you know? So um, one of the biggest deciding factors too is like where you decide to hang your license. So like certain agencies or brokerages, they won't let you brand yourself. So like a Coldwell is Coldwell all day long. Keller Williams is very okay with you branching out and branding yourself and really recognizing. And then now the place that we're at, we're at Custom Homes in Framingham and it's the same thing. It's our office, it's Winter Properties and um, we're super lucky. Yeah. Like you don't get these like opportunities out of nowhere. Obviously we worked a little bit. We yeah. worked our asses off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little, bit. Like a little. So I guess I never really understood that. Like, like Mike tried to explain it to me. So he's like, it's like you as your personal training and like training 
license you working for bespoke but you having built by byron on the side and branching off and doing correct thing. and i okay. think people get to decide if they want to own a brokerage or not at like so the reason i even got into real estate not to back it all up but like no, my grandfather was a up. brokerage back it up <laughs> um he he started you know, real estate in his early twenties and he's in his late eighties now and has been doing, has never stopped. That's so so impressive. He really does love it. It's impressive. (laughs) But, but he also has like inspired me to like live that life of like being able to do real estate, like be happy with your family, like make a lot of money and like Mm -hmm. mush it all into one. And before I think, you know, they didn't have these Coldwell Keller Williams century 21. So everybody had their own brokerage. It was very small. And another thing you got to think about, like when he was selling real estate 80 years ago, like there was only one owner in each home, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, when was the last edition done? Who's the electrician who touches your outlets? Oh my God. They knew everything down to the last time the roof shingle was done. Like that's wild. Now you have six, seven, eight, 15 owners of one home. It's like, when was the addition done? I don't fucking know. No clue. I don't fucking know. Who put the pool in? I don't know. It's yeah. like when they, now people are waving inspections. That's They're going inside too. unseen. It's like they don't ask questions. So at right. this point, oh. when we're selling these homes in five to 10 years, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. going to be everybody's answer. Yeah. But yeah. like when he started, it was, you knew everything yeah. and you could have your own brokerage and that's, you took on your own liability as yourself. Whereas wow. now if you work under a brokerage, like they provide us our tech, they provide us our printing, our office space. That's, you know? I feel so like that's like ideal. <laughs> It's yeah. ideal. Yeah. yeah. It's like us coming in to report, record the podcast. I know. They provide us the space. And it's they... so nice to like collab though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like our brokers, like Naomi and Deb are amazing women yeah. to work for. That's and like great. we, Mike and I have a very similar dynamic to them and we mm-hmm. got lucky to be like taken under and being, being free in framing him, yeah. which is where we Truly. wanted to be. Yeah. We love framing. I know. Yeah. Framing homies for sure. Yes. And you have so many framing, framing homies, homies on your team. <laughs> and I feel like one thing that probably goes without saying real estate is really expensive right now um sure is you can't you guys get much think the market's gonna crash no don't Never. say that I'll let, I'll let mike take this one away because <laughs> what do you think all we do is talk about this yeah this is the number one question um obviously if we had crystal balls we wouldn't be selling real estate so i can't predict the future right um but i would say like an educational opinion on it all is that i think massachusetts itself is just kind of in a shift mm-hmm. and as far as pricing goes this is kind of this our is new, the shift our new normal so we are think- literally becoming san francisco I think we'll relax i don't think it's gonna be the 17 percent increase forever right um I think we'll kind of mellow out, but I hope so. Do you think though that I want to buy a vacation? Here's the home. thing. Let me give you an analogy. Okay. So, so COVID, right? Have yeah. you heard of that? Oh. Did you hear of like COVID-19? Oh, coronavirus? that sounds okay. familiar. Okay. So I don't have a to little, on that. No. So COVID-19 <laughs> happened right. and <clears throat> all of a sudden the interest rates go down mm-hmm. and all these people are like, holy shit, I want to buy a house. Yep. And then all these sellers are like, oh my God, I don't want anyone in my property because of COVID-19 and I don't want, you know, to expose my family yeah. essentially. Yep. So all of a sudden we get a hundred buyers, we get no inventory. So yeah. anytime one home pops on, right, everybody jumps to this one. Then they jump to this one. I'm sure you guys saw the whole oh. line joke. Like um, people are waiting 
at open houses. houses. It was like the dead of winter. People are like standing there with their kids. I'm like, women and children. (laughs) Send the women and children in first. Like it was brutal. Like it wasn't fun being a listing agent and having to like people were pissed and et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, so all these buyers, no homes. It's a supply and demand game. So unless we eliminated physically half the buyer pool. Yeah. And we'd still have 50, 50 buyers for every one home Insane. versus a hundred. So we might go from like 20 offers to like two to three offers. Okay. But that doesn't mean that the competition won't still be there. People yeah. are still putting their best foot forward. Yeah. And how do you guys feel about letters? Oh, oh just for a preference for people who don't know what letters are. I love letters. <laughs> yeah. So basically the letter is why you want the house, your family, you see them there and you want to raise your kids there and this and that. And a lot of times they'll slap a picture on it. Um, <laughs> fair housing is actually cracking down on that and they basically will eliminate the letter pretty soon. Really? Um, yeah. I think that's fair though. There's I a mean, lot of controversy with it. You know, if you pick a, pick a family, a specific family to take on a home. Yeah. Well, the, the controversy is more actually steering people away. Yeah. So it's like, Oh, you find out there what they do for a living and you're, biased against their profession or a picture comes in and they don't like anything you know what I mean so it's eliminating that part yeah honestly the way I review offers with my sellers one I say my job is to show you the facts right Mm -hmm. get you the most money for your home protect you protect your home yep um but at the end of the day too like I know my sellers are also good people and they have hearts yeah but I I need to explain to them the facts on the paper so I'll say I'm going to present the offers and then if you guys want to read the letters after, that's up to you. Mm-hmm. But at least yeah. they have the facts first. And then if they want to be swayed in any way based off the clients, it's their decision. And some sellers say no. Yeah. Like oh, I good. have these people who are like, I don't care about the letters. Just show me yeah. the numbers, Lexi. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Show me the money. <laughs> like, show, me, show me the freaking money. Show yeah. me the money. There's personality types up the wazoo. And yeah. then there's people who are. I mean, also, I feel like, can't you? I mean, this sounds sketchy as hell, but I feel like. People probably embellish a little bit on some of those oh, letters, like embellish and fabricate. I would. And- no, I'd sh- be like, I plan to cook all the oh, my Sunday dinner meals <laughs> with my <laughs> family of five. Carly's like, I will like, lap the syrup off the I plate will, every morning. I will hold volunteering <laughs> seminars <laughs> every Sunday. I will teach everyone how to cook in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That is literally something I, I would do. They're like, yeah. like, they're like, we don't want this person in the neighborhood. <laughs> so that's, again, the example yeah, of like, right. it could go both ways. Yeah. If they don't like what they read, you don't get the home. They it, love what they read. You make it home. So like, you know, we have to kind of separate that and we don't want like to violate any fair housing. No. It's like one of our biggest things to worry about. So. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really up to our sellers though. At the end of the day, like they're given the last call. That's yeah. great though. It yeah. keeps, keeps them kind of in control of the situation or at least make them feel like they're in control of the situation of who's getting where they probably built a pretty big foundation of their lives. Yeah. So, I mean, I know, um, a few people have like sold their houses or have seen people buy houses and they're like, yeah, our letter had a huge, like huge role in or us getting the house. Or that's what their agent just did. Yeah. yeah. We do spit a lot of bullshit. Really? <laughs> we do what we got to do sometimes. I know. I'm sure. I honestly. No client's going to get mad that you say offer accepted because you wrote that good I'm letter. <laughs> they're like, no, they like the dollar figure and the fact you waved the appraisal, honey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more to it. But, you know, as your agent, we want to make you feel happy and comfortable and that you're making the right decision. And like, yeah, to me, here's the other thing. So if I have two offers, right, offer Mm -hmm. A, offer B, 
exact same offer down to the dollar, down to the closing date. Mm -hmm. And offer A writes a really nice letter about how they can't wait to start the garden and fix the roof that has been sitting for 20 years. (laughs) And then offer B, you know, is just a flat, flat offer. Yeah. Like my seller's probably going to pick the one that wrote something really nice about their home. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to say it it doesn't help or hurt you, but Mm -hmm. like it, it, and we also never know what's on the other side. Like Mike deals with a lot of buyers. Mm -hmm. He is really good at calling the agent and saying, Hey Susie, what do you have in hand? How many offers? Wow. I'm shocked. (laughs) Mike, is so nice. No, he will like, I mean, cause here's the thing. You're not going to put in a full price offer if she has no other offers and you're no. not going to go 50 grand over if she has no offers. So Mike's job is literally to find that stuff out. Yeah. Be friends with this lady and then tell you as a client what you have to do to get the house. And then you decide what you want to do. Yeah. Here's your options. What do you want for dinner? You want soup? You want <laughs> salad? You want potatoes? Mike, you literally are one of the most personable people, I think, to like be, to like, Thanks. You are, but <laughs> to also be in real estate. But for also, sure. you're so good at networking. Like that is something I strive to like be as good at as you are. Wow. Flattered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More? You should yeah. teach us a, a thing or two. Incredible. Don't let like, it get to your head. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so honestly, though, I feel like all of this because has kind of like blossomed because Mike was one is a good friend of both of our boyfriends and. He started training with us and then we got talking. We're like, we're both like working in small businesses. This is an absolute no brainer. Like support small times a thousand. Just like stay away from the big, big name brands and companies and stuff. Just buy Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) See you, Jeff Bezos. Goodbye. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We will provide you with your sweatshirts. Stop going on Amazon and buy them. I will. Whatever you need. Yes. (laughs) But it's, it's cool because, you know, networking, even with people who are close to you, it can, can benefit everyone, but also teach a lot of people Mm -hmm. so many different things. Like, we're learning so much about real estate, but then, you know, I feel like we can give you ideas about fitness and how we can collab and how honestly fitness and real estate probably don't seem very similar, but in the sense of <laughs> really, no, I know they don't seem similar at all. Showing those, those stairs. If I, had I to, if I had to sweat for my job every day, honey, I won't be doing it. I'll tell you that. We were just talking how we'll take Instagram videos and stuff and we'll post them to our stories and going up the stairs all of a sudden. Like, like, I, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> not muting 250 it. views later, you're like, Shit. <laughs> start over, start over. Like, I need to drive back there now Mute. and do Mute. another video. Yeah, I thought but, I was working out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it, I think it is similar in the sense of you're providing a service and you're being personable. It is, it's essentially customer service. You have to, make the person feel good. You have to provide something that will give them an end goal. And like, be knowledgeable about yeah, it. Yeah, you have... That's ha- the big thing. I yeah. think it all comes down to loving what you do mm-hmm. and being knowledgeable. And if you have those two things going on, it kind of shows in your business. 100%. Well, and I'm hearing like a lot of like, just like being a small business owner. Like if you can't, if you don't have good customer service, right? I mean, you could be knowledgeable and you can have been doing it for 10 years. Totally. But one, you're not going to get repeat clients nope. if, if you don't have good customer service. And two, like being a small, like you guys running your own thing, mm-hmm. you get to decide exactly how you want to do it. So and true. that's the cool part. That is the cool part. We so, like being our own bosses. Right. Yeah. Being and also just like. Boss boss. Yeah. yeah. Like, right? <laughs> Look at the, the boss, boss ladies. Boss. But it's like humanizing the industries too. Being like, okay, we're just 
real human beings, like normal people. Cause I feel like I look on Instagram at, you know, big, big name, even real estate agents, like selling sunset, for example, like just like crazy things like that. I know you guys need your own show. I know you do. Honestly, it'd be very entertaining. (laughs) It would be be very entertaining. I will like a reality. A lot of like non-disclosure. I I know. Bad shit. That would be terrifying. Yeah. But like, you it's like uh what was my what was i saying totally similar oh yeah we're totally similar i lost my train of thought (laughs) we're similar in a sense that we are fortunate enough to have our own businesses and need to learn how to take care of your clients and network and run the books and make sure you're profitable and etc everything everything it's a lot but you know it's cool like a lot of people that we know i think like millennials or at least like i'll say our generation yeah um (laughs) you get how like how you can benefit off of a referral, right? Like, Absolutely. I think that's kind of a direction that the world is going in. Like, oh, I need a facial. Who do you go to? Yeah. Who, I need lashes done. Who do you go to? I need a workout. Who trains you? Like, there are things that you only want to get through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Who's Absolutely. your Who's your child's babysitter? From someone not, you trust. Correct. Like, like you don't. You're not going to just I go think on Angie's list. list is dying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, but the group on <laughs> check it out. But that's like the network Facebook group that we have. Yeah. Framingham family network. I mean, oh my God. you see a lot of Are referrals. A girl, of course I am. It's Carly's favorite past. I actually today. have a segment on this podcast where I go through the funniest posts on it. And like, they're so funny. Some Did you them? hear that gunshot? It's yeah. like two forty five. You're like, no. no. Oh my God. <laughs> it was literally like a breaker. I saw yeah. one looking for a Framingham historian yesterday. Oh my God. I, I haven't followed up. See? Yeah. I, <laughs> Don't the comments though the comment people like are either so like nice or they attack you yeah. well that's so the thing funny about a lot of adults i find on facebook sometimes they just don't have much else to do, to do. Going on. if yeah. that's a, like well somewhat- think about it though they're probably not on tiktok they're probably not on instagram facebook is you Their know how life. many hours sometimes facebook we all is my life. like they're like oh i'm bored i'm not gonna watch tv i'm just gonna troll <laughs> facebook like, literally like let me go pass a couple hours you know commenting on stirring the pot stirring yeah. the freaking pot they don't even care probably they're just like no. i need drama yeah. in my life because i live for it i i i've never laughed harder than some of the posts that knows in the freemium family network carly does really like it i do i check it every day every day there's a it's new like post. the morning news you like <laughs> you're having your cereal and reading the comments That's you're like oh my it. god get over here maddie yeah. <laughs> look, look at this, this one <laughs> i do and it sounds like me and miranda yeah but i have a question for you guys can you tell me the funniest thing that's ever happened during a showing off the off the <laughs> noggin has anything ever crazy like crazy well, I got trapped in a uh... oh my god i did i locked myself <laughs> in a crawl space yeah. once like physically locked underneath of a house like cobwebs thing like, <gasps> like it was small the door just did you have your phone by thank god i that's had my phone and how I got saved. I think, I think um, I if I didn't have it facts, I'd still be there. I'd still be there. No one would find me. We all found it funny, but I don't think you did that. I would have been sweating a little bit. It's so scary. Yeah, Again, going back to the fact, if I sweat every day at my job, I wouldn't do it. So yeah. I was sweating that day. Um, let's see other stuff. Like I had a wild showing with a with a snake. <gasps> oh my god! Please tell that. <laughs> what? So I showed this to family. And the top unit was vacant. It was really nice. The owner lived up there. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like the nephew or someone lived downstairs. 
And <laughs> I'm nervous. We walk in and there's this guy like sitting on the couch and he has a snake kind of like essentially on his lap, but he's kind of moving around. And it's a big snake. It's a big snake. Just like chilling on his lap. An anaconda. The big big yellow ones that can wrap 60 times around a banana. I thought it was a a cobra. (laughs) Don't try. Are those rattlesnakes? Are those ones poisonous? Like very. Extremely. (laughs) His laptop was like projected onto his TV and he was like online shopping for uh, God. And we're oh. like in this showing, and I was with two really fun buyers. They're like, you know, our age and, and, and just the perfect buyers that could be with. Me. And she's like, oh, grabbing grabbing a new gun or something. And he's like, yeah. He goes, Second Amendment. Like, am I right? And she's like, today we love it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Do you, can I buy your house? At least he had pants on. I yeah, mean, like, I walked in with people nice in a bed. I'm like, you're not leaving. For <laughs> we have a showing. People Wait, don't, really? Don't care. Ten, Have you ever really walked in on tenants, people like boning or anything? Tenants. Oh my god, um, Jesus I wish I could say that I have because that would be so funny. It would to be tell so you. funny. But Not I know either. agents that have. I know agents who have gotten caught doing it. I know. <gasps> Wait, really? You have to think. The we have vacant house. homes and lockbox numbers. It's oh a huge violation of our real estate license. Oh, my god! So we would never do that shit. No. no. But we know people too. have. I think it's like a fantasy. Sometimes people will be like, oh, can we like go to one of your... Showing. Oh my yeah. god, that's wild! Like, like no, I actually, <laughs> I actually like my job. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's so interesting. I that is like. Sorry, I wanted the dirty thief. The snake. I wanted to. I know. wish I I did have that one because you were looking for it. I, and I was like, give like, her the boner story. I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, no. not. The snake is scary though. Yeah, it was wild. It he was, was, it was just chilling on his lap. It was like around his neck slash weight. It was, it was snuggling. Huge. It was huge. Just like I would like him. get the heck out of my house if I was showing. I'd be like, peace. Yeah, <laughs> not want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes look. I think they do it on purpose because they don't want it sold. Oh, like, yeah. What about like the beds in weird places too, with like There's cameras? Some I'm like, what? The- oh no! <gasps> oh my like, god! Get out of here. Like Michael, Michael Scott and Jan in the yeah. office, and she's like, I thought you cleaned up and put the camera down. <laughs> That is creepy. That is scary. But I feel like you probably have to get desensitized to it at some point where you're just like, okay, let's walk around. I feel like I don't. I'm like still get freaked out. Have you ever shown a haunted house before? We've gotten like the the feels of someone. Really? Do you ask? Wait, do you actually? <laughs> Mike's like, I see dead, dead people. people. <laughs> Wait, but do you guys have to disclose if someone died in the house? Is that real? So we don't legally have to disclose that in the state of Massachusetts unless somebody asks you. If um, somebody, like if they said, Lexi, did someone why is it mislisting agent? Like, do you know if somebody passed away in the home? I yeah. have to ask the seller. If the seller knows, they have to disclose it. Okay. We don't have to say it up front, but we can't lie about it. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. I mean, so, but here's the thing. Florida, you, they're probably like, no. <laughs> uh, well, 15 sellers later, and I don't fucking know. Yeah, I, you know, know, literally. Literally. I don't fucking know. Also, it's like. I forgot to ask when I bought the house. Uh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's. I feel like I'd be freaked out. I definitely lived in a haunted house in college. Oh, you did? It was so scary. And I asked the real estate person, I was like, I was like, is, is this haunted? And they're like, well, no, but I was like, okay, when was it built? They're like 1820. I'm oh, like, oh, it's been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. And the foundation says otherwise like, across yeah. the way. Yeah. I was like, 
okay. the quiet neighbors thing. It's fun. Well, the yeah. the ghost in our old house, he would he or she. I well, so a couple they, of people actually done. came. Yeah. No, no, a couple of people came to our house who had like a sense. Yeah, in one of my friends, our laundry room was off, obviously in the creepy ass basement. Obviously, um, and one of my friends was going down to do her laundry, and another one of her friends was like at the house with her, and she was like, "I'm not going in there." And my friend was like, well, "Why?" She's like, "There are some things down there. They do not want to be stirred up." And when they told me that, my, I already have goosebumps. I was literally like. So do you want to elaborate? Because <laughs> um, I go down there all the time. And so when I first moved in. Who am I stirring the, up? Well, I'm like, who, how what, many? When, yeah. are there a few? She goes, how many? Like, like, if it was one, you could just, like, battle them. Well, like, if it's six, I'm all set. But well, if it's one, I could do it. They said that there was two. There was a female spirit or something downstairs. And we had a, a man that lived on our second floor in between oh. three of our bedrooms. One like staircase that like this it was a very, very freaky thing. We'd hear footsteps all the time, just like yeah, up and down sure. the stairs. I'd be like, hello. I believe in that shit. Too. Oh, like, I fully believe I in believe. it. But we had two dogs in the house and I was dog sitting for one of my roommates and the big golden retriever like stayed in my room and I wake up at two in the morning to him barking at the door that faced that those staircases and i was like come here stop <laughs> stop it i would right have been now. actually shitting Please my stop. pants well when we first moved in my room was above our living room and the ghost would just trip the breaker like every night at 11 p.m Wake and up. and I would have to go downstairs in the creepy ass basement and flip Shit. my breaker back on. And it was like to the point where it was just like clockwork. So I was like, okay. And then when our other like teammates moved into the, the house, I was like, it is fully haunted. And I never told you this, Carly. One of the girls that moved into my room, they opened up one of the floorboards in the closet and there was a doll just like buried in the floorboard (laughs) yeah i know i lexi had to take off but we still have mike here we said say goodbye i love you bye i love you love you thank you for coming on um but yeah she was like yeah didn't you hear there was a doll in the floorboard of your room and i was like no. Well, if if that had happened while I lived there, I would have promptly left. Exactly. <laughs> I would have been like, Mom, Dad, I'm going to commute. Yeah. <laughs> I am commuting. From Framingham, Framingham to Amherst every day. <laughs> but, like, I feel like that's something you have to, you. I would want to know. I would want to know, too. I would want to know. Like, if I'm going to wake up to a spirit in, in the freaking, in my room. Well, our aunt's husband's sister so her sister-in-law just (laughs) bought a house on the cape and they had a super haunted experience this like um are you okay no (laughs) she had a really freaky experience they were going to see the house and basically they kept hearing door slam and just and like things written off a chalkboard like or said like no, already they already it. had the house. No. They already bought it. And then, and, yeah, I know. And then you like, that happens and you're like, hmm, Time should to I throw it back <laughs> on the market? Fuck yeah. around. See if it needs to go back out. But haunted houses are freaky. They're fun, though. We did sage our house and everything kind of like settled. But we still feel like something was like behind you or we'd hear things like hit the, the wall and we'd go upstairs and like nothing was out of place. It was weird. And then one night I was sleeping alone in the house and five alarms went off. Like all the fire alarms went off. Oh, wow. I nearly yeah. pooped my pants. 
Why would you sleep alone in the house? I had no choice. Everyone was traveling that weekend. I'm like, I'd have literally any single person at UMass Amherst come and stay with me. I, I, I'd be like looking for mom a friend. and dad were in Jamaica that, that time. And that time of, I called them while they were in Jamaica. I'm like, mom. I, Mom, come pick me up. I was literally like, can someone help me? And she's like, honey, we are nowhere near you. Call someone who could get to literally you. Literally any other Not person in Amherst. No, I, I ended Maddie, up. Maddie like, knows the entire like boys swim team, hockey team, lacrosse team, doesn't think to call any help. You know what I mean? Yeah, all of my friends were out of town. And I ended up going to one of my other friends' house. I brought my comforter. I drove away. I left every I light on to- in the house. I literally was like, fucking like peace, peace out. Night. I was so freaked out. I was like, I, 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 I was like, it it was so scary. And the weirdest part was they all shut off at different times, which I knew was the ghost because since it was hardwired, they'd all, well, yeah, the ghosts were shutting them off at different times and it was a talking alarm. So it was like, get out. There is a fire, fire warning. And I'm like, Wake up from a deep sleep. <laughs> I would have had a fall. That yeah, Y'all, that's awful. Yeah, no, no ghosts. I had mice though. Me and Nick. When I lived with Nick, we had oh. a mice infestation. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm shocked. With living with Nick now, I would be <laughs> absolutely blown away with the fact that there were possibly mice. <laughs> It's fine. He doesn't listen to the podcast. No, he, so. he, he has no idea. I, I actually did say to him the other day, I'm like, you should probably give it a listen. When's, when's the last time you listened? He's like, I listen. I go, I shouldn't have to ask you to listen every week. Yeah. I think he's maybe made it up to nine. Well, he listens to you now, like listens to you every day now because you live together. So I don't I, know. I honestly think though we talk less now that we live together. <laughs> If that's possible, because I'll be at the house when he's not, and then I'm not there when he's there. I'll walk in, be like, pat him on the shoulder. Hey, I'm home. He's knocked out. Wake up. He goes, hey, I'm leaving. Like, we do not talk. (laughs) And then when we do, we're both in a bad mood. We're like, I'm going to go watch TV in the room. He's like, I'm going to watch TV in the living room. They have two rooms. I for golfing, like. Yeah, you do. So it's 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 okay. You can you can take him off my hands occasionally. (laughs) And he's like, I'll just clean the entire apartment while he's gone. That is my plan today. I'm like, the trash is still full. There's something. There's. I hate taking out the trash. Should just bash on Nick Lee. (laughs) (laughs) No. When we lived together, my biggest pet peeve with him was he would take the top off the trash to fill it more with trash. No. Instead of like taking the trash. I actually did yell at him yesterday. I go, Nick. I go. You shoved something so deep into the trash can, all the sides like went in on it. it, And I'm like, that's not my deal. I'm not reaching my hand in there. Wait, I had another, I had a small (laughs) trash can and, um, and Nick, I love you. Um, so I had a small trash can for recycling and one day something like leaked in it. And I was like, Hey, can you like bring it outside? He's like, what what am I going to wash it out with? I'm like, the sink? I don't know. Like, water? And he was like, okay. He, like, brings it outside to the dumpster, which is not that far from our apartment. He comes back empty-handed. I'm like, where is it? (laughs) He goes, I left it out there. We'll deal with it later. The trash can? The trash can. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm just, I didn't know what to do with it. Like we have a sink that like detaches the head detaches. Like we could have just like rinsed, rinsed it. it out. He's like, it's fine. Like I'll get it later. Cause we were going, at the dumpster. We were, yeah, we were going to go somewhere and he was like, we'll get it on the way back. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Hey, can you go get it? He goes out there. He's like, someone took it. 
<laughs> God, are you fucking kidding me? Like, literally, I'm like, okay, so you owe me a trash can. Then the next day, he's using our can opener, and it's making this horrible noise. It's like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think can openers are supposed to make that noise. He was doing it backwards. So it just snapped. The whole can opener just snapped open. And I'm like, I still need to get in there. So and then he's like, has a knife. And he's like, I'm like, so now you owe me a trash can and a can opener. And a garlic press. And a garlic press. He bought me a plastic garlic press. And I was like, oh, pickle. It snapped. I oh, pressed too hard. So hard oh, honey, it's no. so hard. All right. But we'll I do love right him. Along. <laughs> love you, Nick. So sorry. He's not going to listen. Yeah. Okay. We're moving on. It's okay. Um, so we have Mike here alone now. Time to get real. <laughs> I know. So I was training Mike this morning and I was talking to him. Mike is a very loyal BBB personal trainer. No. Trainee. Trainee. And we are the trainer. You, the, you're entering... Like you're, um, so you've done over 20 sessions with us. Yes. Three times a week. Consistently. Consistent is. I took a little gap there. You 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 took a week off. You went a little trip. Yeah, but that's okay. That's a lot. Life's about balance. Life is all about balance. So you, what were you going to (laughs) say? Are you okay? I don't know. Okay, so basically we were training this morning and first of all, I just want to say, Mike has had two knee surgeries and two hip surgeries, right? Correct. So on each uh, one, one and one. So he has two knees and two hips. Yeah, no, I didn't know if it was like the two. Same, yeah, no. the same hip or same knee. That's so both knees and hips have been surgery done. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I needed so that clarified. He came in with not a lot of knee or hip strength and mobility. Or flexibility. Mobility was tough, and you can admit to that. Okay. Yes. So one time I was stretching him and I was like, so you're going to, and he's like, that's as far as it goes. I'm like, okay. She's we're like, yeah. She's like, okay. So now open up. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm he, was in like butter, <laughs> he was in the Wide butterfly open. stretch oh, okay. and his knees were like four feet off the ground. I was like, They're he's like, I can't. I was like, okay. So he's made like incredible progress. He's one of my favorite people to train. I love training Mike. And it's oh, also, I know. well, it's just Going really fun head. because when you started, your 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 squatting was tough for you because your knees and your hips and yeah. anyone that's had surgeries on both of those things really have to work super hard towards so hard. getting back to that that point where you can do it again. And now he's squatting with the, the rack and the bar and like weight on the bar. So people, if you're if you're working towards that, you can get there. You just 100%. have to put in the work. Yep. And I'm up. Yeah, but we were talking this morning about. Being a guy, just like in general, in the fitness industry, in in dating life, just in general, that double standard. So as women, we are really trying to build a more inclusive environment. But I feel like men get forgotten about a lot. 100%. Because there's this standard where like, oh, you're a guy. You can build muscle and have a six pack easily. It's like, um, no, that's, exactly. that's not true. And I think just opening up the conversation to make people feel just more it's normalized not normal bodies or yeah not i I think there's not normal bodies normalized not normal bodies normalized normal Normal bodies bodies. and just and not always being ripped and having a six-pack like i think for guys it's more of the aesthetic yes we were saying it's not a size like you're not a size six or a waist 36 or whatever right like it's the image of being 
like w- fit and like it yeah it's uh, we were saying how with women it's a certain size you are and with men you don't it doesn't matter how much you freaking weigh yeah it's how you look and what aesthetic you put off and so i was thinking the other day about how like when i go to the beach like i can wear a full piece if i want to like yeah. if i and i can wear and like as a guy if you're wearing a t-shirt at the pool, people are going to be like, "Why? What's going on?" And yeah. and how damaging is that to that person where they're self-conscious to the point where exactly. they want to cover up their body and then you're bringing attention to it? It's like they don't have a choice. So right. it's like, you know, or even stretch marks. Like the amount of times I've seen guys with like stretch marks, they get it so easily. Like I've seen guys that are really really muscular with stretch marks because they built muscle quickly. Like Yeah. Stretch marks are normal on women and on men. Like cellulite is normal on women and men, but like men don't get brought into the conversation enough. I feel like, yeah. and I don't know if it's just cause society and it probably is because if you look at any male models on any website, like they're not doing a job out of their mind. Well, they're yeah. not doing a good job of being inclusive and like even the, the double XL person is ripped and it's like how it's that so makes true. No sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, as a guy shopping, like, and by no means is it like directed more at you. It's just more of just in general. Like, I feel like if you are, you know, let's say you're an XL, like, and you're shopping and this guy does not look like a freaking XL. Like that makes you feel crappy. Like, oh, yeah. And they'll put like the, they'll put like the size of the guy. Yeah. Like, so like a medium, the guy's like six, three, like, like 180 pounds. I'm like, like what? How? Okay. Like, like how right. and why and what? And it's the same thing with like for both men and women with shopping, like diversifying the models and the, the sizing is so important because like I could be an eight and someone else could be an eight and it we have completely so different great. bodies. Same with men. You could be an XL and you could be an XL completely, completely different, different bodies. bodies. And it's yeah. like, okay, so why is that not being represented? Like, exactly. why is that not being normalized? And especially in the fitness industry as well. I was saying to Carl, I'm like, I don't actually know if I've ever seen a fitness instructor. That's a guy that's not ripped out of their minds. Yeah. And it's like, I, I don't know if it's because they're the opportunities aren't there because people, and I, we say this all the time, people sometimes will pick who they want to train with just based on how they look. But we were talking to someone recently who said, he he's a bigger guy and he was like i would like a trainer that's a bigger person who knows how i feel jumping up and down and picking things up and like bending over and like getting down on the ground he's like because someone who's like yoked or ripped or thinner than me doesn't know how it feels to be my size and do those things right and it's like you know and that's another thing too it's like you need all walks of life in every industry modeling like fitness industry and genuinely anything yeah. like representatives on the floor at a like store yeah just to make people people feel like included i noticed and- lemon's website is very good now with showing every body type well and you know to be honest like they're they were not late to the game but they're finally there and there are so many other companies that aren't doing it. Aerie was one of the first. Yeah, and they were the whole note like untouched images. Yeah, like, they don't yeah. edit any of their images, sure. which is what I love about Aerie. And I mean, just in general, but I think just the other thing too. I feel like nowadays with social media and and TikTok and Instagram and all that stuff, a lot of people are getting into like fitness. Yeah, they've like 
gotten jacked or lost a ton of weight or something. Yeah. So then they like will start to do like online bookings and trainings and all that stuff. And it's like buy my 12 week program. Oh all yeah. That stuff. And I feel like a lot of people are going down that path, mm-hmm. which isn't good either. Cause it's no. like, it doesn't get you into the gym. It doesn't get you to do anything. No. And it's not adapted to who you are and, and there's no eyes on you to watch how you squat or something like yeah. that. And like, I feel like, yeah, it's great to work out with someone that I guess can relate to you if they're Absolutely. bigger and you're bigger. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like if you're, you know, well-trained as you guys are, yeah. you can adapt my workout to be good for me. Well, right. Exactly. Having the education foundation and also having someone that's understanding of injury and right. injury prevention. And, and have worked, have injuries and have, have worked, worked with a lot of people who, who have, have them. It, yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. There's a lot to be said about someone, yeah, having experience and building your experience and continuously learning. And I think it's easy to, you know, and I totally get some people maybe not, might not be as comfortable to come in person yet, but it's like, reach out to that trainer that you've always wanted to work out with or reach out and ask questions of like, how can I get here? Or at some point train with you when I feel comfortable. And yeah, you know, it's just, but if you're like looking at TikTok and see some person like posting their before <laughs> and after pictures and they're like, now join my 10 day app yeah. challenge. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, that 10 days of abs is not going to, everyone falls that. for it. Yeah. I mean, I love social media. We get a ton of business from social media. hundred percent. Not going to bash social media. No, it's, it's helpful and it's important. Like the, the, they know what they're doing. Yeah. They're, they're trying to reach out to an audience that they know they're going to get business from and they yeah. do, and then they make a shit ton of money. Right. A specific weight loss. Yeah. It's, it's it, it all about like, what you're putting out. Exactly. It it almost like makes me like seeing those TikTok things where they're like, ask me how I did it. Like things like that. I'm like, no, because everyone's different. The way that you lost weight isn't going to be the same way that these 500 people want to lose weight. Like, and and sometimes it's not about losing weight. Exactly. That's the other thing. And I was saying to Mike, I was like, sometimes it is about the aesthetic of what someone wants to look like, but what we try to make training about is getting stronger, being able to do something you weren't able to do a few weeks ago. Aesthetics come later. And just and, feeling better. Right. Aesthetics is just so, so hard to walk in and change. Like you can't yeah. just change it the way that you think you, right. you can. Like, and yeah, it takes so much longer than you think to have that physical change. And it takes so much consistency. And we I mean, feel the strength before you notice you guys posted it, but there was a, like a meme and it was like, it took you like 20 years to get here. And it was someone like gradually getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it's not going to take you 10 days to get rid of it. Exactly. No, I didn't post that, but that's so that's, true. Shared it. That, um, yeah, that is so great. We should have shared that. <laughs> um, but it's true. But yeah, cause that's like, that's a big part of it, but we have people training with us for all different reasons. We have people who are on weight loss journeys. We have people who just want the accountability of coming in and training and having a routine. We have people who are like, I don't know what to do at the gym. Can you teach me how to lift? Yeah. We have people who come in and it's just like, it's, it's a wide variety. And that's like, it's why not it's a one size fits all. Exactly. And we have people that are like, I do so much cardio. I want to add in some strength. Right. And like that, that's the coolest part of like, what we realm. do. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's important to, to make, recognize the differences between it all and yeah. not just like assuming everyone's on a weight loss journey. Right. And I think that's one big thing that a lot of people assume, like, I don't know. And this sounds awful. And 
there's a time and a place for a before and after, but I actually don't love before and after photos, especially on like fitness accounts, because almost always it's the person looking smaller. And then they're like, oh my God, you look so great. And it's, it's like not stronger, but it's, and maybe sometimes they did build strength and they might have lost a ton of weight and maybe that was their goal. But it's again, feeding into this, this idea that being smaller is better. And it's like, how damaging is that to someone that is just naturally built a different way? Exactly. So when everyone on Instagram is like, oh my God, you look so much better or you look great. It's like, there was nothing wrong with you before. No, and like I'm happy for you that you feel better in your own skin. And I don't ever want someone to think that that's not okay to post, but like think about, and maybe it's more towards the commenters. Think about what you're saying. Yeah. When someone posts a before and after, don't be like, you look so much better. Be yeah. like, look, look at that strength you built or like way to go. Like it, it, you don't want to be proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. it simple. But do not get into the comments and be like, because then if that person ever gains weight, they're going to go back to that photo and be like, but everyone thought I looked better when I was small. Exactly. Do you know how many times I've done that? Where I, I posted a photo and someone goes, you look so tiny. And then I'm like, well, actually that's from three years ago and I'm 15 pounds heavier at the moment. So it's like, but with strength, right? And maybe not right now, <laughs> not right now, but I'm actually chilling right now and I don't know about you, Carly, but my body's gone through a lot of changes since I have not been able to exercise as much because of my back. You're telling me. And yeah, am I super excited about all of them? No, but I'm accepting them for what they are because... And our body still does a lot for us day in and day out. Yeah, I mean, I might be in constant pain, which pisses me off sometimes. So body, can you chill the freak out with that? (laughs) But... I'm breathing. So exactly. At the end of <laughs> Point the day, blank, I have the breath and oxygen that I need to breathe. All right. Most of our baby cakes followed through with the, this or that they understood the assignment and <laughs> they, Mike actually put this together. Mike put together the, this or that this week. So if you enjoyed the aesthetic of it, that was all Mike. I'm going to open it up too. I so I will cause... not take credit for that. That was our um, director of operations oh. admin slash event coordinator. All things went through properties. Thais. Well, Thais. She does all my, yeah. Well, that was amazing. Great job. It was amazing. Thais, shout out. Um, So we did a this or that. And I thought it was really cool to see like what everyone was voting. We got over 300 votes on it. Holy shit. This is the most we've gotten in a while. Yeah. Showing up. So thank you. (laughs) So that first one. Water view or or forest view? I think. I said water view. I think I would have said water view as well. Did you go forest? I think I went water. Okay. So that's, I think, a, like a no-brainer, though. I love the ocean. I love the ocean. So 284 for water and 25 for forest. Wow. This next one's 50-50. Is it? City view or mountain view? I said mountain, but like looking at the city, it's so pretty. It depends on the city I view. I want to be the mountain guy, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to be that guy. Technically, the city view won by two votes. Oh, okay. Um, I will be honest. I think I'd rather the mountain view only because I'd rather be in the mountains. The idea of the city is great, but then the construction and the the beeping and the 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 noise. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Exactly. So true. All right. A pink door or a gray door? Okay. I said pink door. I thought it was so cute. I thought the stoop of the pink door was really cute and everyone went for the gray. That's like black. It's a black door. This is a steel gray door. Steel gray. That's black. For sure, steel gray. 
steel gray. Kind of black. It's steel gray. Maddie um, is black. 270 <laughs> 70 votes for 270 votes for the steel gray door and 45 <laughs> for the mink. It kind of it really depends on the house too. It's true. I People actually, are into different color doors right now though. So the pink is. I like the fun. pink, but I think I like the tile. I was taking the whole, the whole moment. I said um, the pink. I liked the pink. Okay. All right. The blue door or the orange door. Or no. That's red, Maddie. She's on the red one. <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, she's back. Oh, uh, okay. I would say this is more of a burnt orange. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this That's is burnt red. orange. Is Curly, does that not look red. like burnt orange? It's red. Firmly red. red. It's red. Maddie, the next one's orange. All right, well, I get choose, your eyes checked. I choose the blue. I, I yeah, chose the blue yeah, one, too. I'm sick of red. I like the green one more. Wait, you didn't say the results. Green, oh. 231, <laughs> to seven, 231 for the blue one and 71 for the... Burnt red, orange. Red door. <laughs> so then we have green or orange. And I, I like the style of the green door more, so I think that's why I chose the yeah, green Yeah, me door. too. The green on like a farmhouse? Yeah, yeah. the green is total farmhouse vibes. So... We went 211 for the green and 95 for the orange. And then the house is going to be tough to describe. Yeah, we can't so really describe these. We can't these. really describe these. I'll be like, so it has four wow. windows, big, big <laughs> driveway. No, I'm just kidding. Go. You, you should definitely go look at it. But okay, for the people, back. I will tell you, people went for like a cape, like a big expanded cape style. Yes. For a lot of the other styles. Um, Absolutely. For the backyards. I'm loving that like rustic farmhousey like yeah homey vibe and I was shocked because a lot of people went for this like pool like party I, theme almost yeah I was like give me the rustic vibes I want to Maybe have a bar rustic. and a grill and a nice yeah. big yeah. big living room like outside pizza kitchen. Oh, like a stone I mean, one? Pizza kitchen, pizza oven. Yeah. I, I would love a California pizza kitchen in my backyard. A <laughs> uh, good CPK. Like a stone one? Yeah. Uh, those ones are rustic. The wood in it. Well, yeah, that would be pizza. awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that. This, <laughs> this episode has been sporadic, to say the no, least. No, but it, it's a little bit of everything. I know. I think it was really fun. And if you need any real estate advice or help make sure to go find mike and lexi we're your people yeah what are all the instagram handles you can share them all so we're went to your properties group pretty much on everything okay my personal instagram is mike j mac um i don't know what lexi's is lexi grace i think i think yep. yeah it is and, and grace. yeah and no i think it's lexi grace and if you have any questions for them, you feel free to DM us Lexine first. We can pass Grace it along. W. Lexine, yeah. Okay. Lexine Grace W. So yeah. we can pass it along to them. But Mike, thank you so much for thank being you. Thank you for coming for on. And thank you, Lexi. I know she's not sitting right here anymore. She's not here anymore but but she's, she was happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, she was she happy was. to be here. But she was just as excited as all of us. Yes. We were excited? Yeah. No. Not Slightly. even a little bit excited. We um, might have said it seven times, but make sure you go rate, subscribe, review. review, and don't forget there is still a discount code for merch if you leave us a review and send us a screenshot. Yeah, so that never ends. That never ends. Also, actually, I won't just dis- I won't disclose that yet. Okay, there's something fun coming, so just keep an eye out. No, not that. Well, there's something else fun coming. I think there's a few things. Not that either. Okay, well, we're not going to share it, whatever it is. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. Bye. Bye.